Welcome to the Ray Johnston Leadership Podcast, part of the Thrive Podcast family. This is a place to focus on helping pastors and leaders discover or rediscover their purpose, passion, and vision. Ray Johnston is the founding pastor of the Bayside Family of Churches. He's the architect of all the Global Thrive Conferences. He is also an award-winning author and a widely sought-after speaker, mentor, and leadership authority. Each episode of the Ray Johnston Leadership Podcast is a conversation between Ray and his hand-picked, world-renowned guests as they share timeless principles, timely insight, and new ideas on how to grow as a leader wherever you're planning. Today with Ray, actress, producer, and philanthropist for healing and hope, Roma Downey. So let's get right into this episode of the Ray Johnston Leadership Podcast. You grew up in a country that was torn apart. Um, what was that like, and what would you say to America? Is that okay if I ask you that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, um, I grew up in the city of Derry in Northern Ireland, and my formative years were throughout the 1970s. And um, as many people know, our country at that time was in a state of great civil unrest, um, the the country was divided by religion and politics, and um, and it was Catholics versus Protestants, and really inspired by the civil rights movement in America, uh, the Northern Irish Catholic, who um, were felt that they were the oppressed people at the time. There was a lot of bigotry and a lot of uh, unfairness and injustice um, directed against uh, the Catholic minority. And they took to the streets to march for, for basic civil rights and for the right to work and so on. And the situation escalated very badly throughout the 1970s where the British Army was brought in originally as a peacekeeping force, but it ended up in, um, in really what was ne next to a civil war situation. And as a little girl growing up, I remember just a lot of turmoil and um, a lot of uh, fragmented memories of armored cars on the streets and soldiers on the streets and a lot of tension. And... Um, you know, it was a very frightening time, certainly. And to have experienced it through the eyes of a child um, was was especially terrifying, I think. But um, the good news for the north of Ireland, it took many, many years, of course, because yeah. I think people have to be taught to hate. Um, but if they can, you know, they can be untaught, you know, and we can be taught to love. And we've seen the community in the north of Ireland figure out a power-sharing government and um, and the divide has closed and bridges have been built and healing has really happened and um, I'm sure by no means it's not perfect um, but um, but I think that that it's a very hopeful sign that that bridges are real and when people have the right intentions and reach out towards each other that you know that love can heal Wow, that's uh, that bridges can heal thing. Um, Roma, almost nobody else that's going to be on this segment has grown up in a country that was actually at war with itself. Um, if you could say anything to every American right now, what would you tell them? Well, 
I think, you know, there's a, there's a wonderful quote, and I think maybe it was Mahatma Gandhi that said it, Pastor Ray, where he said that we have to each be the change that we want to see in the world. Yeah. And I think at times like this, it's, you know, everybody's looking outside and, and you know, there's, there's fear, of course, and there's anger, of course, and there's, you know, a, a lot of very heightened emotions. But it's easy to place you know, the, your attention outward as if it's something that somebody else is doing. And I think the last few days in particular have been very meaningful. We in our company took a pause day where we're all just, you know, uh, demanding of ourselves and hopeful of each other that we would all just yep. take time to reflect and really see the places inside ourselves that we need to, you know, what are the bridges that we need to build inside ourselves where do we need to, you know, find these the places of healing so that we can reach out to others? Yeah, it's funny. I think hurting people hurt people. And yeah, that's true. I, I have heard that. But it's been, the, I mean, it's the most, uh, it's hard to explain. I'm sure it's thrown everybody kind of upside down, isn't it? It's very unsettling because I think that we all essentially want to feel, the, you know, we have a need to feel some sort of certainty. Yeah. And some sort of safety. And as this, you know, this year has brought about a lot of lights being thrown on in dark corners uh, from the Me Too movement with all the dirty little secrets being revealed and all the bad behaviors finally being called out and people saying enough, no more. And now we're seeing in our, in our communities these, uh, the horrors and the ugliness of racism continuing to reveal itself yeah. and um you know and we're saying enough no more and you know we just hope and pray that hmm. you know i remember being a young woman a young actress here in la um at the beginning of my career i can't even remember how many years ago now when the rodney king riots um yeah. happened and, you know, there was a lot of noise made at that time and there were a lot of riots and unrest. But really, it, it seems there was very little change, yeah. really, yeah. you know. And so, you know, the hope and prayer is at this time that we are all really listening and that, you know, and that we can hear the cry that mm. is enough. You know, this mm. can't go on. We, we were all commanded it's like the, the basic commandment as a believer, which is to love one another. Yep. And um, we have such a hard time doing yep. that, it seems. Yep. Yeah, I think what a great, I've said things, just, just, just listen and just see people and just, just try to understand. To really hear though, you know, I think, I think we've, we've, we haven't really, you know, I think, I mean, oh, and I, again, here I go back to saying, I have to look inside myself to the places that I haven't really listened, you know? Like yeah. I had, I would have come to this country and said, oh, well, I understand what it is to be a black American because I grew up as a minority in Northern Ireland. And I would, you know, as Irish Catholics, as we began the conversation in identification with the civil rights march in America, we spoke out. And so I was, I remember when I first met Della Reese, who was my beloved co-star on yeah. Touched by an Angel. And that was a point of connection for us where we, you know, we said, I said, I understood that. But really, it's like, I understood it a little bit, maybe. 
but I still don't understand because I still live with white privilege and I don't understand the fear and the prejudice uh -huh. and what that must feel like. Um, so, you know, just really trying to be open, trying to be prayerful, trying to listen and, um, and hope that we can all remember to link arms, you know, for, for the kingdom. You know, there's a real opportunity here. I mean, we saw it in Hollywood. There's still corners that need to be swept out here in, in my business, but uh, but the work has begun. Yeah. And um, and where you know that where there where there was this horrendous imbalance and um, you know this predatory action from people in power, you know, a lot of that will not be tolerated anymore. And I yeah. think that that's empowering. You know, that when when women have found their voice and, um, you know, it's really, it's, it's a, a time of awakening. So while it's the darkest time, yeah. um, Pastor Ray, and I'm sure you're seeing that, you know, and in, in your work with your church, it's, it's brought a lot of upset to a lot of people. But I think it's also, you know, we know that, that God is moving and that God is in the middle of this and that, you know, and that we, you know, that, you know, maybe it was, you know, it's time. It's just time to throw the doors and the windows open and see some real change. Absolutely. I think if this sometimes when the light gets turned on, like you said, um, it can be the beginning of change or people will wake up for a week and go back to it and something feels different about this. It feels like change is on the horizon. Um, your experience in Ireland actually proves it can happen. I'm not sure people yeah. believe it can happen. Can happen. Yeah, well, like my, the city I grew up in was divided by a river. And so there was like this physical division that separated us. And over the course of the unrest, for, for the most part, um, you know, one religion lived on one side of the river and, and the river really divided people. It became the symbol of the division among people. And we lived very segregated yep. lives. We had segregated places of worship, yep. community, where we shopped and so on. And um, and what has been hopeful to see is that the, the, literally the physical bridges that have been built across this river, hmm. the walking bridges and the driving bridges. And I think at the end of the day, people just get, you know, people get sick and tired of, of, um, of, you know, of that kind of behavior. And, you know, everybody wants the same things, you know? Like we're, we all have so much more in common than things that divide us. Yeah. Um, in Ireland we did, and in America we do. And um, so I think it's upon each of us just to find the places that we can continue to build community and to reach out to each other and you know, to impact our, our leaders to, you know, like a lot of this has to be brought into, you know, there's accountability. Yeah. We've seen the consequences of bad behavior. And, um, you know, and then, you know, why it's so important that that you as, as one of our trusted leaders in our Christian community have called together these, you know, I see you have a fantastic group of great speakers yeah. and leaders. This is going to be a very exciting conference i think people are particularly hungry right now to understand what can we do you know Absolutely. if people's hearts have been ripped open yep. and if people are awake it's still but what 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 can we do what should we do yes. what needs to be done you yep. know that's where leadership needs to step in right. and help guide 
um, I think. And so we'll be watching with interest to hear all the people that you that you have lined up to share with us. Oh, I'm, I am actually excited about what's going to get triggered because of this. I, I've always felt like if you can change a leader, that can change a church. If you change enough leaders, that changes enough churches, you can change a community. You change enough communities, that can change a country. Um, I was with somebody today and they said the church needs to step up. The church needs to step into this and, um, and we're doing that, but it's not easy. Okay. Um, it's not easy. I had a psychologist a while back. I want to say thank you for this whole segment. I had a psychologist a while back tell me, he said, no matter how badly damaged something is, he said, like a marriage, he said, I just try to get 10% improvement. And then he had a great phrase. He said, because the second somebody gets 10% improvement, he said, then they get hope. And then he had a great phrase, he said, and the second a human being gets hope, anything's possible. Mm. And I think your background and your words today may have ignited hope and may lead to anything being possible. It was in Ireland and it can be here. So I want to thank you for your words and for your life. So thank you so much. I, I have, you know, because maybe because of this early experience and because of the hurt and fear, you know, that that we all experienced over there growing up. Um, although I have to say, you know, we had great community too. And yep. it wasn't all bad times, in case anybody <laughs> from Derry is watching it. We had, you know, I had a, actually, I had a kind of, I had a happy, happy enough childhood, but um, but not the normal tapestry for yeah. a childhood. But I think that um, that when I came to America, I really had it on my heart to find ways, you know, that the that, that, that division is hurtful for everybody. It's not productive, particularly, you know, when we can do so much more together. Absolutely. And so um, with my work at Lightworkers, yep. um, it has been, you know, my commitment to really try to draw people closer to God, you know, because yep. I think that we we can get stuck and fragmented in things that divide us, and yet our Creator is the great unifier. And, um, and so, you know, as we are content uh, generators of making films and TV shows and short-form content, it always has been driven with the purpose of how to, you know, as hearts are open to either to share yep. gospel or to at least share stories of hope, which of course is the gospel. Absolutely. You know? I have a couple questions that one of the things I love about you and Mark is you're always creating something and whatever you create seems like it lifts people up. Um, the, the Bible series, which broke every record and shocked the country. Um, that was followed by A.D., the Son of God movie. I had the privilege of actually being on scenes while you were shooting some of that, uh, the Messiah. Um, your latest project is a moment of light. And you actually created an organization called Lightworkers. Um, my first question is, how'd that come about? Well, um, the moment of light is just a small offering really that came about from my own morning um, devotional practice of taking some time to be in nature and um, and just really kind of connecting and setting up my day with intentionality. And um, I have a, a devotional that I love called Jesus Calling yep. um, that I follow, but I, I have the fortune to live deep in nature. And I find that 
living near the ocean um, uh, has helped in the grand scheme of things when you know when i have something heavy on my heart or feel troubled i take it to hear my dog there hey i like hey roma i prefer real to uh plastic so that's great bring them on I have uh, my here in lockdown. Uh, my uh, adult children are home, and they've all brought their dogs home too. So we have five dogs running around the garden. Which all I can say is it's, it can get very messy out there. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they um, but I, I, um, I think you know when we're when we're in gratitude, um, it's it can, it's a great place to start the day, and and these. Nature, they're nature videos, Pastor yep. Ray. They're just, they're just little prayers, ways to, they're just a minute long. And um, along with my wonderful team at Lightworkers, we have photographed and videoed just beautiful nature scenes, sunsets, sunrises, waterfalls, just the beauty and the, you know, uh, um, God is amazing and has yep. paints such wondrous skies yep. for us. And it's it's just a it's just a free offering that we put up on YouTube for you know little moments of grace uh, as a way to start the day. And yep. the feedback has been that people have been enjoying them, particularly during this time of COVID, yep. where we've been in lockdown now for whatever it is, almost three months, I kind of lose track of time. And I thank God that my family are all healthy and know that not everybody was as fortunate as we were. But we have found too within our own family, just the blessings of, you know, like in the midst of the, the crises, there have been just moments of great connectivity as a family um, that have allowed us time together. I never thought my children would be living at home again. You know, they're all grown and flown. So that's been very special too. That's that's cool. By the way, this is, to tell you your impact on me, um, the these like worker videos, um, the everybody watching this, if you're anything like me, you're all leading something, leading a family, leading a company, leading a church, leading your kids, leading your friends. You're leading something. And the weight of that these days, I mean, we have a global pandemic. There is a health crisis that is followed by a massive financial crisis worldwide. That is followed by the church shutting down when it was needed most. That was followed by everybody living in fear. And then... When people are just starting to breathe a little bit, that was followed by a massive nationwide tragic, tragic event after tragic event, which is up, is turning into upheaval. And, and literally this afternoon, uh, before we had the chance to talk, this afternoon, I went into my backyard and I said, I just need to connect with God. And the first thing I did was watch one of your videos. And it was the one on evening. And I'm sitting in this chair, and I'm going, every conversation I've had for the last day, every decision I've had, I mean, it's tough conversation. And we're trying to move things forward in this city. I was in a protest march yesterday in downtown Sacramento with, with the mayor, um, pastors from our church, chief of police, people that care about change. But it is just takes it out of you. And I watched this thing, and I was in tears. And I don't know how to explain this until it's happened to you. But I sat down and I was one person and I got up and I felt I was, re I was ready for whatever came. And um, I want to thank you. I just trained 12 CEOs of corporations and I started by telling them the same thing because they're all going, man, we're a disaster right now. And I said, nothing great happens 
through you until it happens in you, which means the most important thing that can happen to somebody is something happens inside them that's great. Like when you strengthen your faith, it strengthens your future. When you strengthen your faith, I'm convinced the number one thing that this country needs is for everybody to have a strengthened faith. When great things happen in them, then it'll happen in our country. And so, so, and so, I, I, I'm not telling you that because it's your creation. I'm telling you that because I've been turning to that lately and it has meant a ton of me. How would people, they're free, so how would everybody get a hold of them? Yeah, it's called A Moment of Light. And you just, you know, go on YouTube. I mean, it's a, it'll ask you to subscribe, but that doesn't mean it's asking you. It's just that's just you sign up and then they'll let you know when I've downloaded a new one. I'm trying to get one a week up. There's probably about 70 in there. And wow. they deal just everyday themes you know it's just really what god has placed on my heart that's not they're not big lofty ideas they're just little moments to be connected you know i i know that uh, i pray before we we pray before we record them just that the that the holy spirit will you know will come come through and do what the holy spirit only the holy spirit can do it's nothing to do with us we're just the conduit for it, they're just little moments of grace, you know, little for for restoration, little bit of peace and restoration. That's right. That was the, that was the offering, and we offer it with love, Pastor Ray. That's great. So I hey, so Roma. Uh, first of all, on behalf of everybody that has the privilege of watching this and spending this time with you, I want to thank you for a couple of things. And I have one last question. Um, first of all, I want to thank you for this. Um, the all of you that are watching this. The person you are watching on camera is the same person in her backyard. I have, we have been there a couple times. You, the last time we were, you sat down there and had a long conversation with both my daughters. They walked out and they said, she's awesome. Okay. Oh, they're, yeah, they're amazing. And, and I just want to say you are the real deal and thank you. Um, you mean what you say and you live what you say when nobody's looking. And I just want to say thank you. My last question is this, you and Mark, are some of the most effective Christians leading culture these days, okay? Whether it's movies, TV, um, it feels like you're just lifting people up. I just want to know this. How can everybody around here that's watching this, how can we help you? What can we do to support you guys? Because you are really on the front edge of culture. Gosh, well... Uh, I'm, we've never been known to say no thank you to a few prayers. Good. <laughs> to a few prayers just for what we continue to do. But, you know, which is just to, to, to bring shows that are hopeful and uplifting, family shows, you know. My yep. husband's up been out in the forefront with The, the Voice, which yep. continues to just do so beautifully, showing that there was room in that kind of competition show for a little bit of kindness. You know, remember it came in the wake of American Idol, which had been celebrated for humiliating people. Yes. And the voice has always been yep. Uh, yep. finding something positive to raise people up. And, yep. you know, that's the kind of people we are. Yep. Um, I have to say, my husband has gotten very hairy again. <laughs> I was hoping he Willie friend. Robertson would be proud of him. I know, these ears that are showing up during COVID. <laughs> Um, uh, but yes, just, you know, just to really pray for the, for the work, you know, we, um, uh, at Lightworkers, we're just committed to, 
to, you know, there's, there's an expression that it's better to light a candle than curse the darkness. And so we're continuing to try to put forward um, stories of hope, spread good news. Mr. Rogers used to say when something bad happened, his mother encouraged him to look for the helpers. She said there were always helpers. And um, on our social media at Lightworkers, we're always trying to, you know, throw those stories forward. So the people in the midst of all this, don't forget that there are good people everywhere doing good things. Yeah. And, um, and we need to keep remembering that so that we don't, you know, get lost in the fear of what's happening, but rather see what's happening as an opportunity for growth, for learning, for opening and awakening and and uniting we need to come together we have to that's right i i have never gotten an email from you that didn't have the phrase on it it's better to light a candle than curse the darkness which you do so well thank you so much for joining this thrive summit we appreciate you we love you can't wait to see you again actually so thanks oh, so much roma i'm done and have a cup of tea here with us you're on. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll see you in an hour. <laughs> You're on. Hey, love to your family. Thank you. Love to you and say hi to your bearded husband. <laughs> well, my hey. hairy fella. I will. <laughs> hey, God bless. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Ray Johnston Leadership Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. And for more about Ray Johnston or the Global Thrive Conferences, or if you have any questions or comments, go to thriveconference.org. And we'll see you next time for the Ray Johnston Leadership Podcast. Podcast.